0: Duffy Moon was the littlest kid in his class. Sure it ain't too heavy for you, shrimp? Even kids half his age could get him down. Hello? Hello, is this the shrimp? Then one day, Duffy found a way to be a mouse no more. In total control. Ah! I can make anything happen. And just wait till you see what happens on the amazing cosmic awareness of Duffy Moon. Hello everybody, my name is Andrew And I'm Mark And you are listening to TV Movie Night Mark, it's March Yes, March 4th That's what they it's said command That's what they say They say, may the March 4th be with you Be with you. you, yeah, everybody says that Who is everybody? Me Oh, you've never said that to me I say, uh, I'm sorry Everybody says it to other people who are as cool as them Okay. <laughs> ah, you got me. You got me, everybody. Woo! We're gonna be springing forward here pretty shortly, Mark. Yes. Are You ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready to lose an hour? Uh, Andrew. Give me the give me give it give me the hour. Give it to me. You can't have it. I lost no. it. It's gone. No, I need it. No, you can't. What are you gonna do with it? I I've been collecting them for years. For what purpose? I'm adding additional years to my life. Oh, that's how it works. Uh, I, I, yeah, I just put the, put it in a big sack, and I'm just cl- people just throw that extra hour away, and they're just they just assume that they can't use that hour. They, yeah. They're like, oh, it's like a rotten food from the refrigerator. But it's like just because the expiration date on it says it, it's today, doesn't mean that it's, it's it's like a on-off switch. You can still use it. Right. So give me that hour. You're not using it. You're gonna spring ahead. Yes. I'm not. So you're going to live in the past? I was born in 1968, Mark. Okay. At this rate? Yes. That's a, that's a, the trick. Wait, so it, you are aging. You're just aging backwards. I'm aging slower because I'm adding additional hours on. It's like putting down but you're track not, on but a you're train. Not, but you're not putting them in front. You're putting them in back. Yeah. I'm, I'm going... I'm, I'm, putting them, I'm putting them back. Eventually, I'll be able to go back to uh, Jesus time. <laughs> Whatever year. Yeah. Yeah. But remember that scene in... Um... Back to the Future, where he's like, "You ever want to witness the birth of Christ?" And then he just types in "Jesus time." <laughs> um, Andrew, anybody who makes a big deal about um losing an hour, springing ahead, yeah, that's that's how I tell who has and hasn't done heroin. Oh, because I'm like, I lose hours all the, I lose hours, days, days weeks, months. Yeah just smash yeah eight yeah, year my 2000 like, who cares the year 2012 is just non-existent it just jumped from 11 to 13. Yeah. for yeah it was a good year so that's a good way to know if uh your co-workers party or not oh so a I little, just, little pro tip oh from Mark. just ask loudly about uh boy springing ahead that's that's a thing I never deal with regularly right no I hate springing I don't i hate it I don't get to sleep as well. And I, uh, it's all dark outside, and it's later during the day. Ah, oh, I, I hate it. All right. I thought this guy was my hookup on this no, set, but apparently connected. not. Meanwhile, there's some guy in the bathroom that's like, wait, what, is it March already? Huh? Yeah, he just wakes up. <laughs> it's, this, this, is, uh, this is good. This yeah, is good. Some child actor rolls out of the bathroom. Wait, what season is this? Season three? Yeah. Fuck it. This this sweet Life is on deck. <laughs> Flap. Mark, I got my passport the other day. Oh, uh, yeah? Can I see it? No. Oh. <laughs> it's in the other room. It's not legal yet. You got to sign it. Yes. You got to sign it. Yes. So, uh, you know, I'm waiting. So wait- have you been practicing your signature like a child? Yeah. So when I go and they're like, it's not legal till you sign it, I say, oh, pull out a big feather quill. Uh-huh. Dip it in some ink. Spill <laughs> the ink bottle all over the whole thing. i be like, I guess that's my signature oh, for the rest man. of my life. So good luck with that. Yeah. Uh, does it make sense that your signature has to be the one that that makes it legal? Because if they're like, you, it's not legal to you sign it, and then you sign it right in front of them, and they're like, oh, the signature matches. You're like, well, yeah, because yeah, I, <laughs> <laughs> I just did it. Does that make any sense? Uh, I think, I think that legally they are putting it onto you. That it's like to be like now it's your responsibility. It's like pulling the tab from the thing that's that that protects the batteries and like an yeah. electronic thing. It's like yeah. once that thing's out, now now it's all on you. Now 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 you can go overseas and really bust up the place. Yeah, Godspeed with your tiger electronics. Which one are we talking about? You know, like uh, like a Teddy Ruxpin. Sure, they he, had that tab in the battery he pulled, port. Pull the thing out, and then now he's now he's talking. Now he's flipping out. Yeah. So I take one of those overseas and... Uh, Get it. Get a passport for Teddy Ruxpin. Oh, hell yeah. It's like, it's not legal till he signs it. I'm like, I'm not going to pull the battery. I'm not going to pull the tab on this thing because he won't shut up on the flight. Right. Okay. I need 18 hours of silence before we go and really <laughs> like, bust up the place out there. You could take the tape out of his chest and then he won't talk. Nah, it's, it's stuck in there. It's oh, like a, it's right. a Pantera tape. <laughs> <laughs> Teddy Ruxpin performs. Yeah. Yeah. Mark, uh is there anything else before we dive in? No, Andrew, I am eager to talk about this movie. I you 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 were very adamant about uh about I wanting to discuss this film. Texted you repeatedly how amazing I thought this was. Well, folks, Television Movie Night is your home and resource for made for TV movies in the month of March where you're talking about after school specials again, that weird variety of programming that they really don't make anymore. Yeah. Not in this capacity. To everybody's detriment uh these little like 45 minute morality tales that uh, are uplifting or talking about sensitive topics well the topic at hand for this week's <laughs> episode is is a good one. I right, this is a hard hitting morality tale if ever I've seen one. An exposé like it's ripped it's, from the headlines. Who can't relate to this? Yeah. Mark, we're talking about the amazing cosmic awareness of Duffy Moon. We're going to discuss it at length in a segment I like to call well What do you know? (laughs) Put a very different intonation on it this time. Mark, what do you know about Duffy Moon? Andrew, I knew nothing about this. I thought, one, I thought Duffy Moon was a lady. Well, Duffy can be a, a boy's name. Well, mainly because it's not a name, I think. Maybe it's short for like... D- Duffy, D- 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 Duffy, Duffy, D- Dufny, Duf- 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 Dufon, uh, sure, the D- D- the yeah, David, D- Deuteron- David Duffy, yeah, well, Patrick Duffy, maybe that's a like, last name, but like he could go, maybe someone got confused, maybe his parents were big, um... maybe his name is Moon Duffy, yeah, I'm sure I buy that. Okay, well, the amazing cosmic awareness of Duffy Moon. Mark, this premiered Mm -hmm. on ABC on February 4th, 1976. Probably around 8.30, or probably around 3.30 in the afternoon. Probably, you know, because these after-school specials, you know, you come home from school, and you're like, oh, I want to watch cartoons. You're like, no, you You got to watch something educational. You got to watch this, you brat. And then you turn on the amazing cosmic awareness of Duffy Moon, and you're like, what do I need cartoons for yeah, anymore? I've 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 ascended. I've discovered a new plane of existence. <laughs> Mark, this was directed by Larry uh, Eliken. Eliken? Eliken. You like it? You looking and you liking? You liking it? Uh, who has directed episodes of Remington Steel and a movie entitled One Against the Wind starring... Um, I forget who was in it. Great. It was a TV movie. It's about Nazis. I'll tell you guys, uh, I've been one against the wind every time I uh, use the bathroom after Andrew does. Heyo. Oh, got him. All <laughs> right. It's a yeah. Digestive issue, <laughs> ladies and, and I gentlemen. Told you not to bring it up. This was written by Thomas Baum. It was written episodes of Nightmare Cafe. I've never even heard of that. And The Hitchhiker. Oh, we know that. That's a perennial. This is based on a book by Gene Robinson entitled The Strange But Wonderful Cosmic Awareness of Duffy Moon. This strange. Yes. <laughs> strange. But, but, wonderful. But, but wonderful. But upsetting. But, <laughs> but pretty cool. It's okay. Visually appealing, but morally reprehensible. Yes. So, cosmic awareness. Separating the art from the artist, the cosmic <laughs> awareness <laughs> of Duffy of Moon. Moon. This is starring Lance Kerwin. Yes. Who is in uh, Outbreak. Salem's Lot is what he's most known for. And a movie entitled Enemy Mine. Yes. Which is about which is like a last starfighter type sci-fi eighties film. It's it's based on a it's based on a um yeah, Twilight leak Zone. There. It's based on a Twilight Zone episode. It's there's a two warring astronauts crash on a plant, planet together and have to work together. One of them is a Monster Mash, Mm -hmm. and the other one is this guy. But he thinks the other guy looks like Monster Mash, basically. Okay. This also stars Ike Eisenman, who is uh, from the Witch uh, Mountain series. Yes, and from Witch Mountain, and and Star Trek. Best Star Trek film of all time, Star Trek Two. He dies. Scotty holds him in his arms and cries. In the extended edition, we learned that he's his nephew. His nephew, yeah. But when you watch just the normal movie, you're like, Scotty's really tore he's up really, about this, this one guy, this midshipman who they, they just they kill, like murder. Six, yeah, sixty. The, the Federation o- just murders millions of these these kids every every year. Well, it, like right before it happens, like you see sixty other people die, but he's like, this one, this this is, one this hurts. One, this one was special to me. He didn't leave his post. Yes, when he, the he, others ran. He didn't leave his post, and then then Bones is like, "All right, we got no shit to do." He, he should have. Like, <laughs> if this, he if he had, he'd be alive. This also stars Jim Backus, yes, love you from Gilligan's Island, and Mister um, the voice of Mister Magoo, and also starring Jerry Van Dyke from Coach, from Coach, and Dick Van Dyke's uh, mother's womb. womb. Yeah. My mother, the car. Yes. Yes. Mark, so before we dive into this, what did you think, based on the title alone and the little preview, what did you think this was going to be about? You said you said last week. Whatever it's about at the start is what it will be about at the end. Correct. There is not going to be a, a, a twisty-do. Right. We're pulling the rug out from under you that no. these after-school specials sometimes pull. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, all right, it's about this kid who's short and scrawny for his age. Yeah and then people pick on him and then i guess he learns karate or something okay it's so, what i thought so he becomes zen and he like is able to separate out the noise and then just, just hit someone right give him the seven point the, death yeah, punch yeah the five, five fingers of death yeah this is good that's what i thought uh that would be fun it's not that different that he just from punches what it is he punches a kid in the chest and like stops his heart and then punches him again and restarts, restarts it, it, this it, it is, yeah. It would be great. Well, what would be great would be if the whole movie is about him finding inner peace and realizing that it doesn't matter There's what still... anybody thinks. And then the la- the very end is someone comes up and shoves him and he's like, man, fuck inner peace and just punch it. Kicks, no, he flips him over, kicks, separates his shoulder. <laughs> spin kicks the kid's head off of his shoulders, lands in a trash can, closes. People applaud. Yeah. This is good. The mother love. Yeah. Everyone's like, yeah! Duffy! Duffy! Duffy. The b- <clears throat> body's walking around, even though it doesn't yeah, have a Yeah, and head. it's also clapping yeah. as well. <laughs> it's also excited. Uh, well, let's see if that's what this turns out to be. Mark, we open up at Act 1. It's it's picture day and it's also graduation day. Sixth grade. Seems a little late. Don't you usually do this at the beginning of the year? Usually, but also, like, sixth grade, everyone's wearing uh, mortar boards and and gowns and stuff. And I I feel like this is is overkill for grad. Like, sixth grade graduation was like, all right, bye, get out. No, I remember wearing, I remember having to dress up and all that shit. For sixth grade graduation? For sixth grade graduation. Then I also remember. 'Cause in California you have middle school and then high school. Other places it all leads into get it's all kind of the same thing. Yeah. So we had a middle school graduation. And I was like, I just did this two years yeah. ago. Now in Why do I have to grade do this you're like again? Ugh. And then when you were in twelfth grade you're like, Ugh. Then you're a senior yeah. in college, you're like Ugh. Ugh. Then you're at Alcoholics Anonymous, you're like Ugh. Ugh. Well, uh, the photographer is lining up the kids, and uh, as he's composing his shot, he notices there's a really short kid in the back. and He's like, "Hey, shorty! Hey, loser! Hey, short, short kid, dumb, dumb shit, little, little guy, tiny, tiny man, uh, little, little man, little, little tiny man. Why don't you come up front?" Mm-hmm. Hold the sign so people can see your ugly, dumb face. Also, uh, well, I think he was hoping that the sign would cover up the kid's ugly, dumb face. Right. He was like, oh, he's not that short. Yeah. But why don't you hold it up? Hold if it over you, your, if your face. your tiny, wet noodle arms can physically lift this three-pound sign. <laughs> so while this is happening, there is a group of asshole, like, fourth graders that are just pointing and jeering. Just giving the razz to the the this photos. kid. He's like, "Wow, ah, look at that kid. He's fucking Short. Oh, my God. What a dumb, short, stupid idiot. Piece of shit. Yeah, piece of shit. Why don't you be shorter? Try that. Why don't you try to be shorter? And then you'd have, like, a medical condition, and then we couldn't make fun of you. We'd but you're bad. right in that sweet but spot. But you're right there. You're like, 5'5", five, 5'4". Five, five, no, see, we're allowed. We're legally allowed to do it. But if he was, like, 4'7", 4'6", 4'4", then no. I feel bad. Then, then it's an issue, and it's on your driver's license, and then, no, we can't do that. This is Duffy Moon. Duffy Moon. Our hero. That's being made fun of here. The The kids razz him for being short and probably having low T. That's what I have right Definitely. here. I mean, I, I don't want to say that a lot, but the ladies have been talking. They, they've been talking about Duffy Moon's low T. So they give him a bunch of razz for being short, but eventually Duffy turns around and grabs one of these pricks by the shirt, and he's like... I don't know what would happen at this point. Yes. Like he's like he's like, This'll hopefully hopefully this will scare you enough to stop picking it, on me. It doesn't. They throw yeah. him to the ground and shove his face in a bunch of dirt and make, make him make him eat dirt. Like worms and bugs yeah. and poop. Tell him and, he's got a poo poo butt. Yeah, he's got doo doo butt and it's just nothing but doo doo ass. Just yeah. all day, every day. <laughs> One of uh, another kid comes up though his friend Peter yes tells these kids to fuck off right cuz Duffy gets up and he walks away he leaves he's crying he goes home he's a little bitch at home Duffy is living with his aunt and his uncle yes yes his uncle it's like a big fat slob he only cares about sports right he's, he doesn't really he's like ah Duffy's upset again but he thinks Duffy he thinks the only thing to solve Duffy's problems cuz apparently this happens a lot so he just needs to lift weights. Yes, get strong. Be get buff. A, be a muscle man. Yes, be a tiny but strong man. Like a real, like a, just a, get that real bulldog physique. Yeah, like a real tiny but real strong. Yes. You're like 4'7, but you can't walk through any doorways because your your <laughs> arms are just huge. Just do steroids. You just, you just get logs around How many your times shoulders. Do I got to tell you this. Just get the roids. Yes. I left it in the in the medicine cabinet. Just go ahead and use it. Right in your ass. Just right in your doo doo ass. <laughs> his aunt however babies him yes he's a precious little a little, little little he's a he's little a flower yes he's a he's a precious moments yes he's a you should put him in a curio cabinet he's he big enough leave. he's the right size that's right he goes right next to Just, my Emmett kelly clown uh uh thing i have those all right I think, <laughs> I think you know that i don't like it when you bring it up But yes, he needs to be, he needs to put out his little, little kiss, like a little kiss face, like precious moments. Like he's going to kiss a flower. Big old teardrop eyes. Yes. Yes. Well, uh, get in (laughs) lock. uh, I don't, I'm hungry. Quiet. Precious Precious moments. moments Don't eat (laughs) or, or complain. Duffy goes to his room and Peter shows up and decides to knock on Duffy's door. and, And he's like, Oh, he was upset. I'll go talk to him. Yeah. He got beat up again. When Peter goes into Duffy's room, we learn a few things about Duffy. Yes. One, he's got a green thumb. Yes, he, he has begonias, he's got begonias and plants. He's got a monstera. He loves he's got, gardening. Yes, he's a genius. He's got a greenhouse he's in there got, in his bedroom. Two, kid's got a pet crow. He has a pet bird, yes. That he's trained named Niagara Joe, which- Which is a kid's name for a bird. Mark, if you ever- if, First of all- You ever read about crows? Yes. Insanely smart. Very smart. Very dangerous. They remember. For years. They'll remember faces for years. Yes. So, like, there have been situations where, like, do not fool them. They will attack people because they recognize them from before. Yes. And if you torture, because we're all talking about the same university study. Some university eggheads uh, had a crow in their lab. They picked on it. They prodded it. They, they were poking it. They, singing they were off poking key, Me, my, me, mo, me, mo, me, mo, me. They said that it was. Uh, they said that it had doo doo, doo ass. Yeah, it had big, d- big fat doo doo ass, and that uh, it was shorter than yeah. Duffy Moon. And close the up, was like, close up on the like, crow's eyes, like you just made an enemy pal. And then when they let the crow go, the crow presumably told other crows mm-hmm. because then the whole pack would attack the scientists. Yes, it's insane. They hold a grudge. I love, and they'll tell I love that other this ones. is a study that yeah. they're just like, it's like, imagine if you got the funding to like insult a cat all day. <laughs> you're like, you're fucking you fucking stupid, you dumb cat. fucking cat. And you're like, five years running, cat doesn't seem to mind, but I think we're <laughs> going to crack that nut here pretty shortly. <laughs> Crows are smart, yes, and and deadly. That's the other thing. Yes. So here's the thing. If uh, this doesn't, if whatever this cosmic awareness for Duffy, if it does not pan out, he could just a, just train attack crows. Yes, a crow army. Yes, and then he gets shoved down, and then he just gives one whistle, and then he they look, and his yeah. telephone wires just covered in birds. That's a movie. That could be a movie. And he also like has his green thumb, mm-hmm. right? So he's like a poison ivy, like he commands plants, plants and, and birds. animals. Yeah. And then he says, Ah, a murder most birdish foul. Fine. If I had a chicken, Um, if I trained a chicken, I'd say it was a murder most foul. He's like, All right, attack him. (laughs) And they all just (laughs) swoop in. Pick him up, drag him out to sea. Number three, he just got a book entitled Cosmic Awareness that he feels is going to be the solution to all his problems. Andrew, how many times growing up did. Seven. Okay. Then let's move on. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. Go, go ahead. Yes. In the back. How many times growing up did you or your picked on friends say, guys, I found all the solutions. They're in this book. It's called Mein Kampf. Oh, it's, uh, yeah. They, it's, it's the, apparently, it's, it's, it's the a, communist manifesto. People have read this book. People are it talking fixes their lives. Not not as many times as you might think, but uh, yes, he comes but in it, with this big. He's like, it's called Dianetics. Yes, the answer <laughs> to all my problems. And you're like, ah, oh, not again. It's, yeah, you look at the big pile of other books that uh, guys. I've got the secret. Yeah, it's right it's here. Called the secret, mm. and it tells you the secret. It's called how to pick up girls. Yes. You apparently have to neg them. Andrew, all my problems on the baseball pitch are mm-hmm. going to end because I just started reading I Hope They Serve Beer in Hell by Tucker Vance. Oh, Tucker-Matt. no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Uh, we go through this about every six months this, when you remember you have a library card. Yeah, this this, this was certainly growing up for me. <laughs> So I related to this moment. So uh, Duffy's got this book, Cosmic Awareness, which is some kind of self-help guide that can fuel your your inner, inner confidence. Strength, you can yes. be big, you can be successful, you can be confident, and all you have to do is just focus on your internal monologue, we're something all, or other. Yes, we're all made out of stardust. That's right. So you can connect to the galaxy and give yourself amazing strength. You can be invincible. Just like... Um, Star Lord, what's his name from GoldenEye? Bortus. Yeah, he's got a pen. Andrew, you can sit on it, but you can't take it with you. Boobs. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> Peter says this book is a sham because he points to the the author at the back. He's like, this is all like this is all horse shit. Uh, it's Hokum. Look, at, look at this guy. He's he got. Po- he points to the back. The author's name is Doctor Flamel. Right. Flamel. I'd like to know what he's a doctor of. It's a fine arts. No. Oh, How much did you pay for that? Uh, he, it's, it's obviously. Snake oil. It's all flim flam. Yes, but it, the picture is a guy wearing like fake mustache and beard. He looks look. like Rasputin. He's like, Rasputin means a magician. Yes. Uh, but uh, Duffy's not convinced. He's like, no, 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 no. When a cosmic awareness comes along, uh, you will not be spared. Yes. Yeah, when uh, when when the cosmos come calling, and I'm aware of them, and you're not, I'm you'll not be, you'll, I'll be I'll be gone. I'll, be, I'll gone. be long gone. I will not. I will not give you a second chance. Peter goes home and he talks to his dad, who's played by Jerry Van Dyke, who is a cookbook writer. Yes. Peter's Weird dad, detail, but it, it's sure. It's something he can do. It gives him some business yeah. to do. Why is, he, why is the single dad always cooking? Well, he's a cookbook writer. He's trying to come up with new recipes. He tells Peter not to worry about Duffy because he's probably trying to just figure out and be something that he's not. But eventually, everyone figures out what they're good at. Yeah, and what and they are. And they become comfortable with it. Yes. Uh, it hasn't happened for me yet, but <laughs> here's hope in 2020 is a well, better year. The problem for me is that I... I accepted it a long time ago. It was like, well, this is what I'm good at—being unemployed and high. Just a big so fucking cat. Guess that's hump. what I'm gonna do. Outside, however, Duffy is practicing cosmic a- awareness, awareness, which apparently involves making a funny face. You hold your breath. You, you hold puff your out re- your cheeks. Yes, and you make a you, like a very intense stare, and then you hear. <laughs> A drop. Can we play this son- drop? Yes. This drop is it's important. It um, sounds something like this. You can do it, Duffy Moon. Oh. Hey. Eh. Eh. Stop it. Hit that out. And get familiar with that sound effect. Because you're going to hear it about 70 times it in plays, this movie. Uh, constantly it's through this film. amazing. We don't know who this person is that's saying this stuff. That's saying, you can do it, Duffy Moon. Yeah. You would think it would be his own voice. you think it would be the voice of Dr. Flamel. Flamel. Flamel but instead it is Flamel, some... you beautiful bastard. <laughs> i read your book. He should have sold- <laughs> That's he what should've he should have said. said. Um... It's. We have no idea. Is it his mother? Is it his dead mother? I I don't know. It's just sexy lady, sexy voice whisper, some ASMR whispering voice saying, "You can do it, Duffy Moon." And she's like, "All right, now I'm going to twenty minutes of me opening a bag of chips." By having these thoughts, however, Duffy feels like he's mastered cosmic awareness. Yes, he says, "I can do anything." As long as I put my mind to it, I make this funny face and I hear, I hear this the sexy, sexy lady voice. tell me that I can do it. He proves his point by saying, We're going to the flower shop because I need flower supplies. Yes. Peter says, Well, I was hoping to go play hockey. And he says, Well, we are going to check this do this out. what I want. <laughs> uses his cosmic awareness. Peter says, All right, here's what we're going to do we're going to flip a coin. Right. Duffy uses cosmic awareness, pushes that coin right the way he wants it. Yes. So they're going to the flower shop, folks. Andrew, does Duffy have powers? This is a strange line that this movie walks because I'm like, okay, so I guess it's about confidence. But stuff happens where I'm like, no, I think he has magic powers. He's got the shining. Yes, I think he can shine. Well, walking back from the flower shop, the boys see a woman. Rose the Hat is going to be looking for him. Yes, yes and uh, a lot of a lot of lookalikes of uh Jack of famous people yeah. yeah walking back from the flower shop the boys see a woman struggling to put a rock wall together peter notes that these rocks are way too heavy for one person let alone this old woman to put this, this, old bag. Yeah. this old, uh, to put this rock wall together but duffy uses the power of cosmic of awareness cosmic awareness to bring together his muscles yes heft this rock wall together how because he's got the power he's got the power he's got the power he's got the touch andrew there's a rock that he lifts that has to weigh 90 pounds it has to weigh 100 pounds yeah and this little shrimp is doing it mm-hmm. because he believes in himself. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, no, that's physically no. impossible. Cosmic he couldn't do- awareness. Yes. So it has to be the magic. Well. Meanwhile. Maybe. But, you know, does cosmic awareness allow a mother to flip her car over if it's on top of her child? That's a old wives tale that never happened. Never? Never. Ever. Ever. Hmm not according to Dr. Flamel. Oh. Yes. You might I have this book here. You may want to read um the Anarchist Cookbook. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, there's a lot of interesting okay. things in there. Just it's it's at the library, so it must be so it's, it's fine. fine. It's fine. He gets $2 for his troubles of putting this big fat rock wall together, but we pan over. Amazing. This, to reveal. Andrew, if you're wondering where does the drama come from? That's right. It's, if it's just this kid who's, who's who believes in himself, that's his, not a movie. Bolstering his self-confidence via a, a book, what does it matter if the book or was or isn't true as long as his self-confidence is rising, right? Yes. Well, we pan over to reveal the enemies, the, the antagonists. This is the world's longest pan. It pans over to a kid wearing a shirt that says, Help is here. Help is here. Because Peter points out to the lady... That maybe she should call this organization. The old lady, the old lady can't move the rocks. So Peter says, "Why don't you call? Help is here," which is a Task Rabbit, a 1970s Task Rabbit, or Angie's List, a bunch of kids in the neighborhood that seems like they do odd jobs for people around the neighborhood. Yes, for money. Now, originally, when he suggested this, because it was this old lady, I thought it was one of these like church deals where it's like, you know. Get some Boy Scouts. Uh, They'll they'll come come over, over, they'll clean their gutters and shovel the sidewalks and they don't charge, but they like, maybe they get a ticket. Give you some literature. Something like that. Well, this organization is in in Duffy's town. Help us here. So when we pan over, we reveal a (laughs) Help us here employee mowing somebody's lawn that's really pissed off. Giving Duffy the dirtiest look. That Duffy has put this rock wall together by himself. Right. And Pringham, got $2 out of it. But he's across the street, so what does he see? He's just standing there, and he's like, he sees this old bat and yeah. a pile of rocks, and he's like, oh, guys, I got a lead. I got a lead That's on the That's the thing. Work. Yeah, he's got the Glenn Gary lead. And then he sees Duffy do it, and he's like, that motherfucker. Yeah, because what- cause, You know what it takes to- I bet what, what, I bet what he was thinking is he's mowing the lawn, and he's like, oh, I'll, I'll hit this pigeon up later. Yeah. Because he's like- it, depending on how later in the day it gets, they're like, "Well, we could do it, but I can call it's gonna. For me, it'll take three days. Right. But if I bring in a bunch of my buddies, the price goes up, but, but we get, we it, get done. it done faster. Yes. And the sun's going down, so don't you want to get this rock wall you're completed? Gonna wa- you're gonna. You're gonna want to prevent, uh, you know, what whatever Vampires. your, are obs- Whatever whatever uh slight your neighbor has done yes. to uh, upset you enough to put up a rock wall around them. We. Uh... We know the reason. Yeah, we we know there. There's something about them. She doesn't <laughs> she doesn't like the way they Untrustworthy. look? Untrustworthy. She, sure she can't. put her is. finger on it. Um. Uh. So then we go to commercial. Well, we come back and Duffy is laid up and sore in his bed from all that rock moving. Yes. You know, he he uh, he blasted his abs too hard uh he maybe blasted his ass too hard as well i don't know andrew this is what happened when i played ring fit with you for 20 minutes that's right i was i just laid 20 it. minutes was it 10 it was like 10. it was like five minutes yeah oh. uh yeah i was Mark, laid up in andrew's bed with like ice packs a big old steam bottle like yeah a dehumidifier and a humidifier at the same running at time. the same time i had ice bags on my head and heating pads on my Doo doo butt. That's right. And I had to rub icy hot, like all over your face. Yes. I was like, it's so hard. I'm like, you did three squats. That's all you did. There were so, don't remind me how many squats. But Duffy has an idea and he unveils it to Peter. It's Duffy Moon Incorporated, which is a flyer. DMI. That's right. That's I tell Mark that all the time. Well, like, no, it's trading on the he's like, it's already oh, on the oh stock exchange. <laughs> we we're ring, up. We, we open tomorrow. We're ringing the bell. <laughs> We have an IPO. Duffy reveals his plan to his friend by whist- whistling at his bird. His bird flies across the room, grabs a cu- piece of paper, flies it back over to um, Peter. Peter, Andrew. This is all in like one shot. Andrew, what do you think? Six six generations of birds took to breed to make it do this one dumb yes. shot. Yeah, they they, and also the production probably had like you know 70 80 birds that they had to put down yeah. at some point whenever it wouldn't work they'd be like well now we know, now he only knows how to do it the wrong way <laughs> so we have to kill it he looks at this piece of paper it's a company he wants duffy wants to do odd jobs he basically offers i will do any job for you because i'm magic because i've got cosmic awareness he however here's the caveat however hmm. He re- he's a- introducing he's bringing Peter into the into the stock fold. He's yes. like, you're going to be there with me when we ring the bell tomorrow. He says, "Look, we can't pay you, but I can give you stock options." He's like, "Well, that's useless. What am I going to do with those?" Well, when the business goes, when we decide to sell it, you can cash those stock options in." He's like, "Okay, all right. So you're free labor is what you're telling me. Free labor." No, it's a, you get exposure. Oh, oh, boy. Yeah, you see, people get to know you. Yeah, people get why, to hear about you. Why don't you? I expose my doo-doo ass right to your fucking face? So that's a yes. <laughs> I'll see you at work tomorrow. His aunt. He feels like his aunt and his uncle will either make fun of him or tell him he can't do this thing. Uh, so he puts Peter's phone number on the flyer. Mark, how many times have I done this to you? And every time, you know, you seem upset about it. But I think you you, you really like when I put up flyers with your phone number on it. Uh, I do, especially because, well, I mean, I can't fault you necessarily because it's generally like, have you seen this man? Please call him. He's supposed to be at work right now. <laughs> He, we've called him 16 times. He's, he's not picking up. He's probably hung over somewhere. He's, yes. You see him or sitting next to him at a bar currently. <laughs> Tap him on the shoulder and remind him he we does have obligations. Yes, Peter relax. Do a laugh at the parking structure, please. Check behind any trash cans. Look in cars. He tends to nap in there, even if it's not his own. Especially when it's not his own. Peter relents and the two begin going out and papering the town with this new business, much to the consternation of Help Is Here. Yes. And they're growing ranks. <laughs> they're, more and more employees was, of Help Is Here are seeing these flyers and they're like, motherfucker. Why was it why didn't Duffy just join Help Is Here? Cause he wanted because A, it's a bunch of the bullies that were picking yeah, on him at the school. That's true. And B, Duffy's his own man. We keep, first of all, cut out the overhead. If one man can do the job of four, I'm going to hire that one man. Sure. At Peter's, Duffy uses his cosmic awareness to will the phone to ring. Yes, his magic powers. And it's the company's first job. They will be babysitting some kids that are across the street. Peter doesn't really want to do that. He's like, no, I want to go play street like, hockey. Yes, and I hate those kids. They're fucking, they're the worst. They're, they're fucking assholes. brats. So uh, Duffy heads over, but he gets accosted by a member of Help Is Here who gives Mm -hmm. him the business. Yes. He says, this is our fucking turf, This is our territory. Every odd job from here to First Street is (laughs) Help Is Here. So either you pay the toll or you go in the hole. Oh, scary. That's a grave, my friend. Yes, I got that. You're a dead man. Right, I'm right there. He says uh, the member of help is here. Says that their boss Boots McAfee yes will not be pleased, <laughs> and he's that been Boots is not going to be pleased with somebody moving in on their turf. Yes, Peter shows up after he hears Duffy screaming about this thing, and uh, scares the guy off he because should, he has a he's a, has big a hockey fucking stick. hockey stick. He's it's like, like he, go away. He's like if you swing at him, I'm going to put this right around your neck. Okay? Meanwhile, Duffy thinks that it's his cosmic awareness cosmic that's awareness driving to this person away. Send the man away. He, he sent him to the cornfield. Yes. And it was good that, that Bo- uh, Duffy That's did that. It's good that you did that, Duffy. Act two, at the babysitting gig, the mom tells Duffy and Peter that she needs to go day drink or something, and she's like, I'm going to go. I got to go. Why? Right. Uh, they, uh, Peter and Duffy, are left in charge of two young brothers who are being like six-year-old twins. Dumb shits. They're being They're annoying. Dumb shits during the day. Duffy finds one of them underneath a bed and uses his cosmic awareness- Turn him into a frog. To tell him that he's a frog. This kid comes out from under the bed and starts jumping around like a frog. Ribbit, ribbit, he says. Just being a dumb kid. Do a barrel roll. That's right. He says, Your father helped me like that once. No, that's. See, that's Peppy. Yeah. He says that. Slippy. That's who we're referring to. He says, yeah. Hey, that was mine. That's what he says in Star Fox. <clears throat> the other brother also starts jumping around like frogs. Dip, 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 dip. And. Do you remember that? Yes, I do. That's how they would talk. (laughs) The other brother starts jumping around like a frog, and uh, they head out to the backyard and decide to jump in the pool. Yes, because they're they're frogs. frogs. Well, Peter and Duffy try and fish them out of the pool, and they're all soaked. The mom comes back. They fall in. The mom goes. The mom mom comes back, and she's like, Forgot my ID. They wouldn't let me in the fucking bar. Yeah, that is annoying when that happens. I'll tell you that right now. smashed a whiskey bottle over Peter's head. She sees that everyone's soaked, and she's like, man. She's like, I thought I'd pissed myself, but I guess it rained. Okay, got to go. Right into the pool. She sends them on their way. Well, it doesn't seem like things are going well for Duffy Moon Incorporated as they're back at Peter's, but they get another call. This time, however, it's to go wash a neighbor's dog. Yes. Now, this odd job is a bit uh, tougher because even help is here. won't even couldn't touch it. the The dog's too powerful. Yes. It's like a it's the like dog's a, it's connected. Like a, it's like a chow dog. The ta- dog's got friends in high places. When it says, I don't want to get bath, it, it, it's, it's not going to get yeah. a bath. He knows the crow. Yeah. All right. Well, the boys struggle with washing the dog while Help is Here watches and makes fun of them. They're like, <laughs> hey, you stupid idiots. <laughs> you dumb pieces of stupid shit. Stupid fucking idiots. You're going to wash that dog, get paid for it. Yeah, that's our job. Even though we but we couldn't do we it. We couldn't do it. So we said, we no, don't we're like not going to do it. So now, now you're too doing hard. it. Hard which well, i guess makes sense. Duffy somehow gets the dog in the tub and they wash the dumb dog. Yes. Duffy chalks it up to cosmic awareness, but i chalk it up to like i don't know, persistence. The, the dog just was like, "Fucking fine. I'm tired. I'm tired of this. Just clean me if you the, have to." The dog to. realized that if you scrub the mange off of him that uh, he feels he better. feel better, maybe. <laughs> These are all shot to be comical. Yes. It's kids falling over each oh, other. Oh, every single wet. job they just get absolutely soaked. Yes. It's fall in an aquarium. It's like uh, it's like Venom. You know, it's that's it's just like Venom. Does that happen in Venom? Yeah, he jumps in an aquarium and like eats a fish. Okay, remember? I didn't see it. He eats a guy in the end, but he's like yeah, a good I remember guy. he eats the guy. But you didn't see it. No, I remember you telling me about oh, it. Okay. Well, that one went well, and they showed up help us here because they washed her dumb dog. Yes. They go back home, and they get another phone call. This time it's from a lady up the street who apparently (laughs) has purchased a haunted house. Is this the young Duffy Moon Incorporated? Well, I've got dead bodies tracked up like cordwood in my attic. I heard that busted makes you feel good, (laughs) and you're here to believe me. That's right, ma'am. Mm-hmm. And then he hits the thing, and he says, we got one. Oh, man, man. This is good. At the haunted house, which is like a literal haunted house. Like yes. This, on this the this block, l- there is a haunted spook house. Purchased, she, they're like, oh, the lady just moved into this house up the street. But when she shows up, she's got like a Ebenezer Scrooge <laughs> candle. Yes. The lights don't work. And there's like cobwebs everywhere. She says that there's some mysterious noise happening upstairs in the attic area, and she doesn't know what it is, and she's even sent the police up there, and they haven't found anything. Right. But she says- And drive- none of them came back. <laughs> yes, yeah, they all died under mysterious circumstances. Now it's your turn to go up there, kids. Check it out. <laughs> she says that- uh, Smells like gas. Well, yeah. That's uh, it's very observant. So they, uh, they go upstairs to go find- I, I'm assuming- like a zombie of some kind? Probably. Because if she's... A Dracula. There should at least there be sh- a Dracula. Yes. There should be some coffins up there that they can bust up just for giggles. Kissing, yeah. Put the dirt everywhere. Oh, it's great. Dracula. coffin. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> My coffins! <laughs> that damn Duffy moon! Well, cosmic awareness points them in the right direction, and they uncover a frog. That's all.
1: Just all this a, noise was all, a frog. All this-
0: I would love if they pulled the frog and they're like, "It's just this." And as they leave, there's like, there's like an ax murderer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just looking like a stuffed animal. Yeah. They find a frog upstairs and they believe that's the culprit. Spook this book, this should have been a bunch of possums. Should have been. Those make noise. They scurry. Yeah. Or I, it's like I love the fact that they she sent these kids up as exterminators. It could have been like bats or. Something ra- or like like the movie Hider in the House. It could have been Gary Busey up yes. there living. Yes, it could have. Yes, it could have been the former owner of the house that didn't want to leave, mm-hmm. so he sold it and then he stays up and he lives up and there and he spies and he pretends he's a neighbor. Yeah, but then he sneaks up and he lives in the, it and lives is, there. It's called Hider in the House. First. Yes, scared the hell out of me when I was a kid. I saw the adult version. Hinders okay. in a house. Okay, it's just a bunch of butts. Very good. Gary Very, Busey but, is also in oh it. wow, fantastic. he's great. Yeah. The lady wants to kill the frog, but Duffy points out that frogs are helpful. And Peter sells Duffy by saying Duffy knows a lot about gardening and, and frogs, the and outdoors. So if Duffy says it, it's awareness, true. Awareness, apparently. He's making a dumb face at you right now. I don't just ignore that. But the gardening stuff is very important. This lady says, "Oh, that's actually really good because I would love it if somebody could take care of my yard and make it actually look presentable." Yes. She offers the boys $15 a week. Wow. Tacked as gardeners. To come out and and take over uh, the gardening of her front lawn. Now, Mark, 1976, how much would $15 be in 2020? You're asking me that? I am. Average annual income in 1976 was probably $4,000 a year. (laughs) So... I would say she is offering these two sixth graders, about to be 7th graders, $65 a week. Wow. Very close. Really? It's about $70 adjusted for inflation. Jesus Christ, that's so much money for these kids. That's what I was thinking. I was like, if if I was in 6th grade and I was getting 70 bucks a week? To do anything? Man, it, to do something that I, like, if someone was like, Hey, I'd love to pay you $70 a week to come and, like, Act Watch like a stupid <laughs> idiot, you big fat piece of shit. I'd be like, yeah. oh, man, what a tree. You got a deal. Because he's, he's like, come over and garden for Go, me. Come over and do what you do for free anyways. Well, they're okay with this. Duffy and Peter uh, transformed this lady's front yard into a very nice garden. But Peter looks Andrew, over. Andrew, in 2001. Okay. I applied for a job. Oh, I thought this was going somewhere different. <laughs> 2001. I was there. September all right. I saw 11. them come down. I, was, I went I to my local rocket. hook and ladder. There was not an airplane, it was rockets. Okay. Andrew, in 2001, I applied for a job making sandwiches in my town. Mm hmm. You know what they wanted to pay me per week? Per week? Yes. Uh,. $45. $35. Wow. Under the table. And wow. I was like, I'll take it. Wow. And then they didn't hire me. Because <laughs> you stole sandwiches. <laughs> I never showed up. You, well, you showed up and you were like, I saw that rocket. They're <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you talking it about? Was an, uh, it's I, April. I put, up a, I put up a bunch of signs saying it was an inside job. Like day one, minute one. I was just like, all right. How much do the uh, how much is an egg salad sandwich cost? Well, I replace that with a sign and all you have to do is acknowledge that Bush did 9-11. Oh. And I'll give you an egg salad sandwich. Well, I okay. I, I don't know what this means because <laughs> Again, it's August. I'm... I'll be excited to find out what happens. Yeah, oh you will be. Peter looks over after they've transformed this garden, sees more help us here goons are staring them down. Then, they're, like, multiplying. They're, yeah, like, calling in the... It's well, like it's the, like Gangs of New York is what like it is. It's like the fucking Pinkertons. They, like, yes. call the home office, <laughs> and they send in 65 more men to break up this union. No scat. Yeah, exactly. They're just, amazing. They're just going to start... Cr- well, technically, Duffy is the strikebreaker here because he's, like... So help is here has this like union solidarity, solidarity forever. And they're like, This is what we do. And if you want to get a part of it, you have to join us. And he's like, No, I'm just gonna do my own thing. I'm gonna do it freelance and I'm gonna undercharge you guys. Exactly. I'm gonna undercut you guys, and I'm gonna do it just really half ass. Right. And they're just like, Oh, motherfucker. Just another anti union. The trucks don't move without these guys, okay? Imagine you've got y- it it came on a truck. Yes. I hear you plant gardens. Oh. In front of houses. Yes. huh
1: <laughs> He tells. Yes. what we're talking okay, about. Okay. Thank you.
0: He tells Duffy that uh, he might need to cool it with this odd job company because these so uh the heat is on, uh, These man. help is here guys are going to beat both of our asses, okay? <laughs> Duffy says it's not a problem because of cosmic awareness. He's like, I'll just I'll send them to space. I'll I'll transport them to the phantom zone. Yes. Duffy says this is a right to work state. He's they like cannot, that they a right to work. They, yeah, can't, they force can't force me, me to be to join in a, a union. union. He's like you, you anti-work motherfucker. Is gonna, this is gonna fuck us all, man. Right to work? Does it? It's not as good as it sounds. Okay, it's bad. You're, gonna it's a kill, bad you're gonna kill thing. this whole thing. You're gonna get us. You're gonna, they're get... gonna ship our work. They're gonna outsource our begonia farm to China. You like that health insurance? Well, good well, luck. It's gonna go it's away. Going away. You're never gonna hit your hours. Peter says it's all bullshit. He says cosmic awareness stuff is bullshit because you, Duffy Moon, you're were the, the person who did it. this. All right, it's not this dumb book, even though. Flamel's got a lot of very interesting thoughts about, like, the Irish yes. and, the, and the Chinese, uh, which I also feel like is affecting your thinking. Peter leaves in a huff. Duffy. Oh, you sound like all those people that say the Holocaust is real. No, Duffy. Get out. Please. No. <laughs> Did Flammel teach you this? Yes. Oh, I... He's the only one who says the truth. He's a doctor, <laughs> Peter. Don't you trust doctors? Duffy's like, I trust doctors. Up until they tell me vaccines are working and <laughs> yeah, don't I've got cause Yeah, i got more information. Yeah, for you. why don't you check this out, okay? I got uh, fluoride also going to blow oh, your mind yes. here. Duffy goes outside and he does more work on the haunted house garden, but then he gets jumped by some help is here goons, <laughs> and his cosmic awareness shtick doesn't prevent doesn't him from work. getting his they just ass kicked. Beat the shit out of him. Peter arrives a little later and helps him up, and. Uh, Duffy says, "I need to go talk to Doctor Flamel yes. because my cosmic awareness is out of whack. I was supposed to send those guys to the the off into space. And right? It didn't happen. I my plan was to teleport them sixty five feet straight up in the air and then just let them fall. let them go. It didn't work. They only went four feet in the air and they just thought they were doing a quick they, like a cool sick uh, skateboard of, yeah, trick. one of them one of them spun around. One of them did the uh, the Jordan."
1: Yeah, it was really cool. cool.
0: And But then he came down and he punched me in the dick. <laughs> it hurt more. Peter is okay with this. He's like, look, I'll take you to Dr. Flamel. We'll find him somehow. Exactly. We'll we'll find whatever distillery he's sleeping behind. That's yeah, whatever soup kitchen he's begging at. And uh, I'll show you that this is all hokum. Act three. The boys take the bus into the city and meet up with Dr. Flamel, who lives in a rundown hotel inside his apartment, his room, He's got a bunch of boxes of like door-to-door doodads. Yes, it's obvious sales th- books. It's obvious this guy is a con artist. He's just a—he's selling typewriters. He's selling dictionaries. He's selling Chapo Maddox. Anders seeing this guy's seeing that this guy has boxes and boxes full of his own book that no one ever bought. Mm-hmm. Didn't relate to the me. Didn't connect at all. No, was not because yours are flying off the shelf oh, yeah, yeah, I don't have any of them. Yeah, you, you've been on back order for decades. Every, yeah, people love them. Duffy still believes, however, and doesn't necessarily see the fact that this old man who's this is Jim Backus, Who's broke, who's broke, is his in this hat's terrible broken. shabby suit. He's got a he's he's got a cardboard belt. Yeah, he uh, Duffy says, "Well, my cosmic awareness is out of alignment." And Doctor Flamel gives him some kind of flim flam story about needing some realignment with the stars. And yes, gives them. We're him a all rock. made of atoms. He gives him a little uh, idol, this little plastic trinket that he wants to try and sell him for five bucks. Duffy only has forty three cents, so he takes it for forty three cents. What happened to the fifteen bucks that they got from? Oh, it's he paid the toll man, or he went in a hole. Uh, was it insurance? Oh, 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 yeah! Health yeah. insurance yeah. for his employees. No, it's uh, it's uh, insurance from uh, Help Us Here. Oh, you got yeah. to pay every month. Be real shame if something bad happened. Man, to your if business. that if that garden just went up in flames, yeah. boy, oh, boy, wouldn't that be something? That's what they should have started doing. Just fucking up all that work out front. Yeah, but then he'd just do it again. Not if uh, not if they salt the ground. Oh, they leave evidence that Duffy was the one that behind it. Yes. Or they let loose like thirty thousand frogs across the entire lawn, and huh? I'm like, ah, oh, what are those frogs doing for you now? Back at Peter's, Peter's dad is in the kitchen testing some hot soups. But the so boys, hot. oh my god, the hottest <laughs> soups! <laughs> guys, we've got the hottest soups in town. In the twenty twenty hot soups are here. <laughs> You're gonna, you guys need to sit down for this. And uh, I'm going to blow your mind here. Hot gazpacho. Oh, shit. Well, wait a minute now. Hot just... gazpacho. <laughs> Paradigm shifter, folks. We've got a deconstructed vichyssoise That is going to rev your engines. <laughs> it is just a dead fish on a plate. <laughs> The boys argue about the stupid idol. Peter says, you just bought trash that you could have bought at the carnival for a nickel. You paid 46 cents for it. And he wanted $5 for it. It doesn't mean anything. The book is all hokum. Cosmic awareness is bullshit. It's your own internal drive that's doing all this. Not that sexy lady voice. Duffy, however, disagrees, and the two of them fight about it in the kitchen. Meanwhile, Niagara Joe, the crow, grabs the idol, which was thrown on the ground, and starts jumping around the kitchen with it. So they're... This big like dust cloud of just just yeah fists cats dogs are flying all over the place they they are there's the... number signs coming out of the yeah exclamation marks yeah there's a lot of swearing happening eventually the boys bump into one of the tables that uh, Peter's dad's working at knocking a bowl of the hot hottest the hottest soup the oh my god just uh, <laughs> barely I... legal soup oh my goodness goes off the table yes uh, we and we've got pictures of this hot soup. <laughs> Falls off the table, the bowl and the soup fall onto Niagara Joe, and Niagara Joe gets knocked out. Killed it should have been a coconut, like, clone cook. <laughs> <laughs> he gets amnesia. Yeah. Can't, can't remember can't, any of the tricks. Yeah, can't do that paper transfer jo- job anymore. This freaks out Duffy. He's like, oh, my God, I killed, I my, killed, only I uh, killed my only friend. Mis- right here, <laughs> I killed my only friend. I'm right here, man. I killed my only friend. Fine, whatever. So they rush Niagara Joe to the vet. Jerry Van Dyke picks up the soup and the pot and has a dead bird in it. Tastes it and then goes, oh, (laughs) start goes to his typewriter. Add one dead bird. Even hotter hot soup. (laughs) They go to the vet and uh, Peter sits with Duffy and Duffy laments that this is all his fault. Yes. Kill almost. He feels like he killed his bird and it's all bullshit and everything's coming apart at the seams. Peter says, "Uh, don't worry about it. We can get you another dumb crow. Get <laughs> another dumb bird." Duffy's uncle and aunt show up, and they, uh, they and they're like, "Hey, remember us? Hey, remember us from the beginning from earlier of this? Of this movie? We we've kind of been the thorn in your side, but you haven't really seen us. But we've been uh, pa- we were paid for a day of work. We did half day at the house, half day here. Now we're here. Duffy's uncle." basically apologizes because they've been getting phone calls at the house for Duffy after they couldn't reach him at Peter's house. Right. They also figured out they didn't realize that Duffy's running this, like, gardening side business and that he's actually really good at it. They just thought he was some dumb shit. Piece of shit, shit dumb just kid, doo ass. planting dirt all day with yeah. flowers and he's got a dumb bird or something. You know, it's like when you hand wave... Uh, you know, you got like nieces and nephews, and you're like, I don't know. They're in like Minecraft or something. Yeah, they like Sudokus. Yeah, <laughs> I just give them a, a, I book gave of them a Sudokus. bunch of Sudokus. Uh, but instead, you like look at their Minecraft world, and it's like this like working calculator. Yeah. And there's like a bunch of bullshit that you can do that you're like, this is actually very impressive. But then even after you learn about it, you're like, I don't know. I don't it's know. It's like fucking Minecraft, Minecraft bullshit. Well, uh, Duffy's uncle apologizes. He says, look, I thought I you could solve your problems by being a muscle man, but... Um, Looks it, like you've not solved you, anything you've, by doing nothing. You found the thing that you like doing, and you're really good at it. So we should encourage busting that. Busting up unions. Busting up unions and busting ghosts. Yeah. Busting... Du- does make you yeah, feel Yeah, regardless good. of what you're busting, it does make you feel good. So we're going to go down. There's a meatpacking plant that is uh, on strike. <laughs> yes. We're going to get those machines turned back on. <laughs> Eisenhower's sending in the National Guard. We're going to fix this place up. Peter's dad comes out of the uh, operating room, and he says, Niagara Joe is going to be just fine. Right. Cut to white uh, bird, big fat yeah, pelican. They <laughs> throw that, They throw Niagara Joe into a trash incinerator. <laughs> just whistle. A pelican flies down. They're like, yep, there he is. Put some shoe polish on on them. There, there. That's your bird, remember? That's your bird. Remember? That'll be $400. Oh. So everyone goes home. Peter and Duffy, however, get accosted by the help is here gang because guess who's shown up? Oh, man. You're in for it now. Boots McAfee's here. And uh, I got news for yous. It's not going to be pretty. Yeah. The crowd disperses, revealing Boots McAfee to be a A g-g-g-g-g-girl? Yep, it seems like the boss is a girl who comes up to Duffy, and instead of being mad about uh, this person coming in and busting up their union... Yeah, she says, let's buy him off. She says, we're in the presence of a genius. Yes. She is absolutely impressed and thrilled... For some reason, about Duffy's work at the garden, and she thinks it's great. She lo- would love to learn from him, right? She says, "My meatheads can't make anything grow." Yeah, so we need you to be on our staff. So is she? Is she part? Is she offering a partnership? Is she o- offering stock? Options? Well, she says, and Duffy says, "Do you remember when Help is here sold off some stocks to the consortium?" Yes. Well, the consortium was me. Is he saying that he bet on union he, busting? That's right, Andrew. So everything works out, I guess. I get up to a point, but like if Duffy doesn't take her like offer of like rolling in his help yeah. into help us here. Like, what if he's like, no, man, you guys are a bunch of fucking dickheads. Like, but I don't want to. And I'm not going to charge as much as you guys because these are all all your neighbors. Yeah. But it also seems like um, a pyramid scheme of sorts. Mm-hmm. Right. Boots obviously gets her beak wet. She gets a taste of oh, every, every job, job that job they do. she's getting. Yes, she gets some. She gets a percentage of that because she's running all these twerps. Yeah. Who so, do you think made all these shirts? Who do you think ironed on those letters from? on? Yeah. Yeah. So now Duffy has to pay into that, and it's like, well, he was paying protection costs anyways. Like, nothing's changed just because Boots showed up and was like, "Eh, he's got skills that we don't have." Well, what I would do is I would say sure, and then I would force Boots out, and then I would run and I would have an army, a warriors like army, to just de- so you de- de- demand that even if like you owned your house and you started raking leaves outside, we would make sure we get a taste of that. Oh. <laughs> Any any labor that is if done, there's any yard work happening within city limits, it's uh, it, it's happening it under, under help, our domain. Help us here's watch. It's interesting. You do like a corporate buyout. You do a hostile takeover. Yeah. What? Uh. Yeah. Or it could be like in a when you live in like a gated community, the HOA fees, and they're like, yeah, we have we contract a team that mows lawns. You cannot mow. You know what I mean? Have you ever, have yeah, you ever yeah. lived in that yes. situation? No, I haven't. Neither have I. I've read about it. I've heard about it. But what I would do is if I were Duffy is that I would go in and, and then I would let uh, let the tax guys know that uh, there's a organized group over here that's uh, earning a lot of money that's yeah. probably not paying their Under share. Under the table. So Boots goes to jail... But then here comes a new president, you know, let's say Duffy. Uh, how do we get yeah, how do we get help is here back in the national spotlight? We're gonna hire Shaq. Yes. He's on our board of yes. directors. Yes. I like where this is going. Well, Duffy offers a suggestion. He says, "Well, if you want things to grow, you should get a rainmaker." He uses his cosmic awareness, and it starts raining. But it turns out that the dumb crow just turned on the sprinkler. Everyone has a good laugh, but uh, everybody's so dumb. Everybody, they, yeah, they think it's rain. They think it's, it's rain, Andrew. Sprinkler. How do you not know the difference between sprinklers and rain? I don't know. But it's another scene of these guys getting like soaked. What? Oh, yeah. Just you think there was a note? They were like, so it's got everyone's got to end like just coated in water so i'm reading the script guys uh you have duffy getting wet in the first act you i'm getting wet in the second act uh it's, Do you, does that seem right to you are, are there three acts to this the story well, yeah obviously there are uh and um you know we're, we're trying to tell you know you want you want to tell a good story don't you yes so if it ends in the first act and it ends in the second act what should that tell you for the third act that Duffy should have some sort of catharsis and awareness about himself. <clears throat> you know, um, uh, thanks for coming out. I appreciate it. Just leave the script on my desk, uh, and uh, your your check is outside, and uh, we'll we'll take it from here. All right, I'm gonna make a weird face towards you. Oh, <laughs> is there a sexy lady in here? <laughs> you can do it, Duffy Moon. And that's the end of the amazing cosmic awareness of Duffy Moon. Mark, what did you think of this? Andrew, this might be my favorite thing we've ever watched. This this movie is so strange. It was wonderful. It makes so many weird decisions. Some would say bad decisions. No, there's so many specific decisions that are made in this. Yes. That, like, it's, it's one of those things that, like, comedy is all about the details. Yes. Right? That there's, like, weird specificity to certain things that elevate it and, and make it humorous. Yes. Like, that's just one of those things that uh, you can't necessarily explain without taking the humor out of it. But like, details are important. There are so many things in this that catch you for a loop that you're just like, what is this? What is Why is this on? happening? And nobody seems to like bat an eye at. Yes. No one questions any of the weird shit that happens. So you've got Duffy Moon is this little kid? Because there's a thousand different ways they could have taken this. Yes. Uh, Give and, me a script about confidence. Okay, fine. He's He thinks he's confident because he's got a rock in his hand, but then he hits the big home run, and then he looks down, but the, he dropped the rock earlier in the day, so he figures out that he did it by himself. All right, that's, that's fine. That's the, the kind of standard thing. This is a little like that, but there are so many things about it that this kid's like... I got this self-help book. I found this. This obvious con artist is involved. I found a book by a con artist. It's 65 pages long. It costs $45. Mm -hmm. Everything in there is about (laughs) anti-vaccines and uh, anti-Zionist propaganda. But there's two and a half pages that talk about how if you hold your breath and believe in yourself. You can do anything. You can do anything. So I've more or less forgotten the other stuff <laughs> but I'm focusing in on this one thing and so he just starts doing it and that like it's this the weird synth like 70s editing as well yes. and soundtrack and the the, the the drop where they're like yes. keep doing it in the haunted house it's played it like 40 times over it, and it over it loops itself it's it's, just, it's so layered. strange Uh, It made me think that I was the one hearing it. I thought that I I, was only the one hearing it. am I Duffy Moon? But then like the stuff with Jerry Van Dyke being a cookbook uh, author, it just allows him something to do. But there's something weird about that. The begonias thing. The the fact that he's got this pet crow. The thing that this is the thing that we both really love is that the main villain, the heavy, is this group (laughs) of kids who do odd jobs for people around around like the fi- they were like we could have fleeced that old lady for 5 <laughs> bucks to put together her rock while this jerk- joker shows up does it for, for, for two, 2 and uh, has no sees no problem uh coming in and, and busting up our turf yeah it's this gang war ba- born out of like kids fighting over $5 this it's oh it's great and and the fact that like their gang continually cuz it's one and it three and seven like yes that it's just this army of uh, kids mowing lawns that are just going to show up uh, like warrior style with like (laughs) rakes and the shit out of hedge clippers Duffy moon come (laughs) Come out and play. Yeah. They're, they're clinking together bottles of like, that uh, they're recycling. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And the fact that it was a tight 45 minutes. Yeah. Can't complain with that. Really made me happy the whole time. And uh, it's, I feel like this is something that this is a. There's, there's like a lot of these type of, uh, shows or properties or books that, um, uh, I feel like don't exist. They, they exist, but you don't usually see them as much anymore, where it's this like weird, eccentric main character. Like Judy Bloom books were all about this. Yeah. Or, um, who wrote the like the fudge series, like the super fudge series? I, I, I forget exactly who it is, but or like Ramona. I uh, as, I assume these things still exist to some, capaci- but some like, capacity. But, but it's YA like, YA is so different now. Yeah, but I think with I think YA has become its own like. Th- it's own, I think it's there are subgenres within YA. I think there's YA that's intended for adults who are mm. dumb and want to read children's books. Sure. And I think there's YA that's like. Stars teenagers, but is aiming towards a younger bracket. When I was was a kid, my uncle gave me a YA book that was like 75, 100 pages, and it was like Crazy Max and the Mad Dash to Mondays or something. That's cool. And it was a series, it was part of a series about a kid who has, um, who gets hit on the head and has ESP. Hmm. And... I got it he gave it to me when I was in like sixth grade or something and I was like wow this is a real story this is like I'm really digging into some some fiction now yeah Um. but it reminded me of this it reminded me where it's like yeah you have a bunch of weird shit and you've got an author that's like I don't know he has a bird or something uh, yeah he's got an older brother that's like a jerk to him but he also looks up to him I don't know put that in there yeah he's got to eat fried worms yes how to eat fried worms great story wonderful book it's weird there's a chapter where in the middle where he's like he just eats them and because the author was like I don't know I said that he has to eat 12 and no he has to eat like one a day for 30 days yes. and then he almost forgets and so he has to run back and he's yes. like I can't cook it or there's one there's a chapter where he like goes to a carnival and he forgets as well because yes. he's like hopped up on having too much fun on sugar and the spook house <laughs> you know how you do. This this is something that I could see a series being revolved around. Yes. Bring it back. All right. So here's our, here's our do series. We have a, do we have a 2020 we, pitch for well, Cosmic a, Awareness of Duffy Moon? Okay. Yes. I'll, I'll tell you right now. Here it is. Ready? First of all, 9-11 we, truther. Yes. He's, he's also a birther. No. We bring back Jerry Van Dyke. He died. He's dead. <laughs> but we'll get him. We'll get him back. We do the Star Wars thing. No. It's this kid who is... He's, he's weird, he's impressionable, but he's like a big loudmouth. He gets this book. Duffy is really good at something that isn't traditionally good with, you know, kids aren't traditionally good at. Let's say he... Um... <sighs> Fixing cars. No, see, that's like, that's kind of cool. Like being good with your hands. <sighs> he can wash dishes faster than you can dirty him let's just say it's what his dad does okay let's say or it's what peter's dad does let's say he cooks he's really cook. well right. he's a really good cook but everyone's like that's stupid i i want to eat just, girls cook i just want to yeah a they think girls cook and b they're just like i just want to eat chips out of the thing right he starts his own food truck okay and but it's like a it's it's like a dumb kid version food truck and so he decides in like a bunch of the local like Foodies mm-hmm. start giving him the raz because they think he's shit and he doesn't wash his hands and like, and he does have swamp ass. Yeah, he's got he's got all ass. the food smells bad. But he reads this book from Doctor Flamel and he gives himself cosmic awareness and he feels like that can that's gonna elevate his dishes and sure. because he displays that confidence that impresses people even though um he's a dumb food is kid still awful. He's just dumb kid who's giving people salmonella. <laughs> But then he finds out that Doctor Flamel like went to jail Mm -hmm. because he's a con artist. Yes. So now he has to reconcile the fact that maybe like his hero is is a con man. Correct. And he's on death row. Hold on. (laughs) His last yes, yes, (laughs) last meal made by Duffy Moon. Yes. And so now he has to decide like maybe I could. And the guy here Flamel asks him. Uh huh. I want you to poison me. Yes. (laughs) I don't want the state to get. I don't want, I want you to poison me. So now he has to decide his hero is asking him to do something Mm -hmm. that could raise his cosmic awareness, but it could be detrimental to what he personally enjoys. Because if he kills this high profile person, (laughs) it's going to, it's going to come back on him. It's going to collapse his career. His, his young, burgeoning, cooking career. Okay. So what happened? I don't know. It Duff, sounds great. Duffy decides, Duffy says he's not going to do it, yes. right? Uh, Flamel goes in for the- um, Lethal injection. For the lethal injection. Yeah. He appears to die. We reveal Duffy did poison him, mm-hmm. but what he poisoned him with- would slow down. It's the oh, would slow down is yes. hard enough for them to so think that n- he's dead. They throw him out, they put him in the grave. Yes. Duffy shows Duffy up with the he- up. Yes. Yes. And pulls him out of the coffin, resuscitates him. Right. And then sends him on his way. And then, uh... and then like, 16 women go missing <laughs> as we find out that Flamel was, is a serial killer. Jack the Ripper, yeah. 21st century. <laughs> murders a bunch of people. Yeah, and then all we hear is just like, you can do it, Duffy Moon. (laughs) You can do anything. This is good. All right, so tune in to Freeform in like six weeks. We'll probably have aired this 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 thing twice. This is good. You're going to see it. You're going to be very impressed by it. It's going to be be something. Well, Mark, uh, that's going to do it for our misadventures with Duffy Moon. (laughs) Seek this out. It's good. I encourage everybody to watch good. this. It's legitimately good. It's funny. It's interesting. It's like... It's, I don't know it's, if it's intentionally funny, It's th- but it's, it's the weird. The specificity it's of it is weird and hilarious. weird and funny. Seek it out. The, and we're not being sarcastic here. No, this might be it's, the best it's, thing. It's something enjoyable. It's only 45 minutes. It's weird. It's You'll love it. But we're looking forward to next time. We're going to watch another after-school special. Yes. What are we watching next? Uh, I think we're, we're getting... I wanted to watch Double Daddy. And yeah. I came to find out that was not <laughs> It's not an not afternoon an after, not an after school special. But we'll be watching this from nineteen eighty, starring Rob Lowe. Oh wow. And Dana Plato. It's two stars. It's Schoolboy Father. Charles, didn't you tell me that you knew a Daisy Dallinger when you worked at Camp Weejun last summer? Mm-hmm. Why? Uh huh. I'm certainly glad you don't see her anymore. Would you believe this? Miss Daisy Dallinger. What is the world coming to, Miss Daisy Dallinger? Miss Daisy Dallinger, a son. Right here in the paper, as big as you please. A son. What? A baby. Announced it right here in the paper. (laughs) Oh, it's my ride. I've got to go to work. Now listen, honey, remember, I have got school tonight, so you have to fix your own supper. Hey, anything wrong? Oh, no, no. Well, we can talk about it tonight if there is. All right. Bye bye. Dallinger. Stacey Dallinger, the son. Can't be. No way. Can't be. What? That, that seems bad. It's not bad. I think I know it's what good. happens. It's <laughs> good. Well, all right, what happens? He's a double daddy. He's got two dads. <sighs> Roblo knocks up some woman. Okay, uh, but he's a school. He's a schoolboy. It's. 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 Look. Look, Mark, you've been asking for Double Daddy for how many weeks now? I have never asked for Double Daddy. Every single week, I get a uh, voicemail that's like, give me that Double Daddy. Every, no. Give me that Double Daddy. (laughs) Sometimes. I need that Double Daddy. Sometimes my phone butt dials you when I'm at Wendy's. And yeah, uh, a gravelly voiced person. I'm just hearing. I need a double daddy. Please pull up to the front, sir. Give me that double daddy. We don't. We don't carry double daddies. <laughs> I need that double daddy. All right, sir. We'll give you something. <laughs> Play <Please> fun <follow> around. <laughs> and seven then, fifty. And then, just, just nothing but crinkling and sobbing. And then a week later, it's the same <laughs> exact thing. Same thing, sir. Is that you from last week? <laughs> give me the double daddy. I need a double daddy. I need a double daddy. Well, we're watching Schoolboy Father, whatever. Whatever. You're going to you're going to watch it and you're going to like it and it's got National Treasure Rob Lowe in it. Yes. From Parks and Rec. He's going to be at Casino Morongo March 26th, I think. Is he doing, doing a set? Is he doing a stand-up set? He's doing a live... He's like, what else? What else? So, uh, you guys see Tommy Boy? He's doing a live production of Stories I Only Tell My oh Friends, my which is his autobiography. <laughs> I kind of want to go. It's just going to be him doing West Wing scenes. It's just going to be him like, talking about how great West Wing was. Who wants to be CJ? Raise your hand. I need a who CJ. Wants to, who wants a CJ Craig? I got the lines written out right here. All you got to do is be CJ. Just stand at the podium. That's going to be great. Uh, Can I get an occupation? I heard uh, press secretary right here. White House press secretary. Yeah, I heard it. Okay. Well, um, maybe he'll come. Maybe we can get him. Maybe we can get him on the show. Maybe we can get him to come and talk about schoolboy double daddy. Yes. Mark, uh, that's going to do it for this episode of TV Movie Night. If you'd like to listen to past episodes, you can always do that by going to soundcloud.com forward slash TV Movie Night podcast. You can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash TV Movie Night You can listen to us on iTunes, subscribe, and leave a review there. You can listen to us on Spotify, where you can subscribe and, you know, send out them Spotify links. Or you can listen to us on Stitcher. Stitcher. Stitcher, which allows you to stream podcasts directly to your smartphone. All that information and more, soundcloud.com forward slash TV Movie Night Podcast. And if you'd like to let us know about where you get your Double Daddies from, you can email us at TV Podcast. At gmail.com. Mark, is there anything else? Andrew, uh, I have some exciting news. I looks like I do have a job. Oh. I will be clearing gutters for $6. Oh. Well, you can do it, Mark. <laughs> you can do it. I need to believe in myself.